Hi there, and welcome to JK We Rolling, a podcast about three young wizards who go to a magical school where they learn about magic. I nailed it. <laughs> where it's magical. <laughs> My name is Michael Moore, and I am your magician master. That means I play a bunch of the non-player characters, and I set the scene, and I do a little describing. Mostly, I just make life hard for everyone else. <laughs> So today I'd like to talk a little bit more about spells. We're always going to try to talk a little bit more in our intros about the Magical Hat system, which is the game system that we play here. Last time we talked a little bit about the spells that we learned, and now in our last episode, everybody got a growth point. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> awesome feeling. <laughs> um, that means that everybody can use that point to buy themselves a new spell. They can also use those growth points to buy other ability bonuses and things, but probably at this point in the game, everybody just wants to like kind of know some more magic. There are some spells that get unlocked as soon as you get a growth point, and the spell that gets unlocked when you get one growth point is called... Lichtus We all wanted to say Lichtus Bictus. Now, this is basically our your basic light-making spell. For you Harry Potter fans out there, you can think of it as Lumos. You might see some similarities. The name of the spell is actually a reference to one of my favorite fantasy books, the Dresden Files series, and his basic fire-making spell. Uh, he's a wizard investigator, and the books are by Jim Butcher, by the way, and you should definitely check them out if you get the chance, if you're interested in investigative wizarding. But now everybody also got to learn a new spell, so I know that we want to learn about that. Nadine, why don't you tell us about yourself and what, what spell you learned? Hey everyone, I'm Nadine Kuhn, and I'm playing a pixie elf named Sassly Merry Nature Spring. Sassly accidentally created herself wings by experimenting with magic, but unfortunately... These beautiful wings, they don't work. And yeah, I got a new spell, Overjoyden Freuden, which I love. I, I love that name because I can totally picture Brock Carter. Like if you would ever have access to that spell, he would be like, I'm casting Overjoyden Freuden. Overjoyden Freuden from my, from my hand fingers. <laughs> yeah, my head brain thought about Overjoyden Freuden. And the word Freuden... In German means, I mean, it's joy. kind of based, yeah, right, it's based on the word for joy. <laughs> so really it just means like overjoyed joy. <laughs> oh, overjoyed joy. It's like, to it totally works. I love the spell because it makes your target super happy. <laughs> I mean, isn't, isn't that wonderful? If you fight against someone and you want to influence that person, you just make that person as happy as you can. And the most exciting point for Cecily, I think, is that this spell can also knock a person out so if that person is like super excited and super happy it's like knock out. sometimes they just get so overwhelmed by emotion <laughs> that they they just can't they just can't handle it and if you cast it in a battle they have to roll a 10-sided dice and if they roll a one they're just out of the battle yeah <laughs> i'm lucas fisher and i play jasper casper he's a human he's a Non, well, he is from the non-magical world, and all he wants to do is finding a place to belong. And he as well, well, he got Lichtes Bichtes, and he also got his second spell based on his discipline, which is called Sudden Nachklang. Mm, I didn't know which one you picked. Which, oh, now you do. <laughs> because um, this one allows Jasper to recreate a voice that he heard in the past and he can uh, say up to five words with this voice oh so he can pretend to be someone else yes maybe maybe to distract oh. someone or, or to do well to negotiate i don't know that's cool to influence we will see you know just to go into the naming process so for all the spells i <laughs> use this dinglish uh, which is deutsch english it's just a little german english unholy monstrosity for most of these spell names and nachklang means um echo so sudden nachklang means sudden echo just a little you know you come in here for the magic but you didn't know we were going to secretly <laughs> teach you german at the same time <laughs> <laughs> educational progress hello there i'm sebastian kinder and i play eric miller another human mage in the group with the wonderful title of his discipline the musician magician I just love it. Uh, <laughs> he's trying to find a way 
to solve the problem of why his family forgot him out of nowhere. Uh, hopefully being able to achieve that at Neudrachenberg Castle, because there are a lot of mages who are possibly able to trick with your mind. And I thought, hey, why not take the spell Divine Einfluss? Ooh. <laughs> yeah, what, is it, what does that do? <laughs> ah, what, what, what does the spell do? It's actually pretty easy. If I'm casting that spell and there is someone that is um, being controlled or has the glamped condition or is magically influenced, mm -hmm. there's a rune appearing on his forehead. And if I potentially roll high enough, I could even be able to end the condition on him or the influence which could be pretty sweet. Yeah, so Glammed is a condition that basically, if somebody uses influence magic on you hard enough, you're just completely under their control and you get this condition Glammed. If somebody's under someone else's control, then the spell will show that uh, and possibly even fix the problem. I feel like that is very helpful for Sasley. I don't know why I just have that feeling that could come in very handy for <laughs> you, you think... <laughs> why could hey. that be i wonder yeah, why would you say that that's Sebastian, good that you're on my team sassley's just like influencing somebody and then eric's just you'll do what i say no they won't that's morally questionable they'll do what i say no they won't morally questionable you know i imagine the the poor npc in the end like you know what forget it i'm out just do what you want no <laughs> i'll do whatever you say just stop fighting <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So everybody is all loaded up with new spells, new abilities. Now you guys have to <laughs> fight off another monster. But of course, Sassley is stuck in the body of a bunny at the moment. Yes, I'm a bunny. <laughs> <laughs> so things are really looking up for our trio of shieldless. And without much further ado, let's start this next episode of JK, We're Rolling. Last time on JK, We're Rolling. Jasper, Eric, and I found ourselves in our new common room, the servants' quarters. The guys went to bed, but I, I tried to sneak into the director of magic's office. Well, that was a bummer. I got caught by Ross Ehrenmann, and now I have to be on my best behavior. Well, for now. In the morning, Mildred brought us to our first class, Magical Creatures 101. After a run-in with some real knuckleheads from Wolfshield, our teacher Peggy Sheffin asked everyone to catch a Russellbock. The shieldless, that's us, entered a giant maze, soothed a jazzy ghost, and cut a deal with an older student that turned me into a bunny. We managed to catch Peggy's favorite Russellbug, Bumper, but right as we were being congratulated, three monsters called Alp got past the castle defenses. Peggy went after two of them, but now there's one coming right for us. Oh no. Okay, so last time we left you guys, you were outside. You had just completed your first class of Magical Creatures 101. You had successfully captured Bumper, but right as you were kind of being congratulated and told that you were going to get a reward for that, there was movement off in the distance, and it was three Alps who are gargoyle-looking creatures that are four-legged entering the castle mysteriously making it past the shields of Neudrachenberg. At this moment, the darkness has kind of faded from the air. There was a moment of darkness, but it's bright and sunny again. The other two Alps have run towards the castle, but the last third Alp noticed you four and is deciding to deal with you before you become a problem. So here's how you're standing. The Alp is going to charge you, but we're going to roll to see if anybody can react fast enough to do something about that. The closest person to the Alp at the moment is Bunny Sassley. <laughs> then behind her is Jasper, who dropped her. Behind Jasper, or off to the side of him, is Bumper, who was put down by Eric, so he's the furthest away. Sounds reasonable. Okay, so everybody roll bookishness, and I'll roll for the Alp to see who goes first. We are officially in open battle. Oh, I have an eight. Wow. 16 <laughs> minus one, 15. It's the first time I ever roll high, and I do not want to go first. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't you worry. Uh, I rolled a 16 as well. Minus one is 15. <laughs> okay. 
and the Alp rolled a seven, so he will go last. Ooh. So the oh, and I also have to roll for Bumper, of course. Sorry. Yeah. Don't forget Bumper. Bumper got told to protect us. Bumper also rolled a sixteen. Ooh. So here's how it's gonna go. Bumper, Eric, Sassley, Jasper, and then the Alp. There's there's so many of you, maybe you maybe you just take care of them in your first uh in your first turn. Who knows? Okay. <laughs> uh, we're so many. We are. So Bumper's gonna go first. And for his first turn, he's going to use one of his special abilities uh called group chat. The Rasselbach stomps its foot to send magical vibrations through the ground. He rolls a d10. If it's a 6 through 10, it reaches another Rasselbach who comes to support in their next turn. So that second Rasselbach will not attack this turn or help this turn, but he'll also come to join in the next turn. Oh, that's great. That's like Bunny Poe right there. Oh, he totally succeeded and rolled a 10. Yes. Yes. So you see him and he boom, 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 boom slams his foot against the ground. He's immediately recognized. He's the first one, you know, he's a quick thinking little bunny, <laughs> little Rasselbach. And I think immediately he kind of hops in front of Sassley because he wants to protect her. Aww. Yeah, she, she's his main focus. He's absolutely enamored with this beautiful fluffy white bunny <laughs> with the pink hair. And I have to say that Cecily is very impressed. She's like very impressed. He's like, oh, nice. he's strong oh, and quick. She, and he's she, like making that decision. She's like, he's a strong, he's a strong. She's like Russell considering Bob. it for a second. Like, okay, he's, you know. he's a cutie, he's a cutie. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe her brain like slowly like turns into a little bunny brain. <laughs> So he hops right in front of Sassley and he boom, 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 boom with his foot and sends magical vibrations out through the earth. And from the next closest entrance to the maze, another Rasselbach comes out and it hops up to join Bumper in front of Sassley. They are both standing and protecting Sassley at the moment. So, Eric, it's your turn. All right. I, I, I just have to think about it for a moment because the other Rasselbach came. I wonder which of the other shield groups has now... A completely missing wrestle block. Like, oh, we got him. Yeah. And suddenly, boom, 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 boom. I hope it's Wolf Shield. They were so mean to us. Like, yeah, take this Brock Carter. Hey, I didn't even need over Jordan Freuden. <laughs> I don't even think there is a wrestle block in this maze. Okay, let, let me think about it. Uh, the Alp is running towards us, yes? Yeah, the Alp is running directly towards you. Why not try to use the one spell that we got? Maybe I'm able to blind that one. I'll try to cast Bichtus Lichtus. Okay, it's going to be a 12 to succeed in battle to make your light bright enough to blind that Alp. Roll, die, roll. (laughs) Don't fail me. It's a 10 plus 2, it's 12. 12 exactly. Great. Uh, And he also makes a deafness roll. And he rolled an 11, so... You do succeed in blinding him. Like Eric sees the elf running closer and has this, this slight feeling of, wait, there was this one spell. Pretty basic. I know my parents learned that really quick. So, you know what? Why not give it a try? I know the words as well. And he, he raises his bow where, as we all know, his wand is tucked inside points it towards the Alp, and maybe a little bit uh, panicky. Bichtus, Bichtus, Bichtus jetzt, ne? LB. I'll just give this one a try. Schmuggen, Muggen. Looks towards the Alp, points his bow at it, and says, All right, Lichtus, Bichtus. You did not expect that to happen on your first try, but a bright light just blasts forth from the tip of your wand, and the Alp kind of shrieks in pain. And he was charging right for you, but this makes him stop. And he has a blinded condition, which gives him minus two to all ability rolls. Yes. All right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it'll also make it harder for him to see. <laughs> that might be obvious, but yes. <laughs> Uh, it is Sassley's turn as a bunny. What's Bunny going to do? 
All right. So Bunny Cecily, first of all, is very impressed by all the power that's going on right now because in <laughs> front of her, like two super strong and cute Russell Box, like, you know, getting all that power, like getting all the other Russell Box together. I, it's such a strong feeling. We are such a good trio in the, in the front. <laughs> so I feel very good and very well protected. Three powerful bunnies. Exactly. Adorable, <laughs> but dominating. And right <laughs> behind me, Eric. Um, just cast that spell and he succeeded. So Cecily, first she was super terrified, but now she feels like I need to do something as well. So she just wants to copy what the Russell box did. And she wants to like also tap with her foot super fast on the ground to maybe call the third one to also, mm -hmm. <laughs> so that we're like four. <laughs> just, okay. So you want to slam against the ground with your foot. Yeah, super fast because she wants to be part of this. Maybe she gets a reaction from the from the the bunny boys. Maybe they protect her <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> yeah. So you don't have to roll anything for that. You can slam your foot against the ground. You are All not right. a magical bunny. You're a regular bunny. So empowered as she feels in that moment, <laughs> she sits straight up. She looks over her right and over her left little shoulder, and then she taps super 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 fast on the ground with the right foot. <laughs> And does that do anything to anyone? <laughs> the two Rasselbach, they both look like behind them <laughs> at you. Like, you know, you're standing in between them in the middle and they look. And she smiles at them and she's like, I'm part of this. I'm part of this. I got this. <laughs> and, and, and I think they give you kind of a not bad, not bad, kid. <laughs> you know, kind of a little nod. All right. Not all right. bad. <laughs> okay, but I get it. Nothing happens. So I think. The best move she can do right now is probably to back up a bit. Maybe, can I hop on someone? Sure, you're standing right in front of Jasper. So I, <laughs> I, I turn around over my shoulder with my bunny look. And <laughs> I look to Jasper and I'm just like nodding with my hat to make him show that I want to jump again on his arm. Well, well Jasper is just like frozen over there he just doesn't know what to do so i think it's very easy for you to jump on the hands <laughs> okay great actually i'm gonna have uh jasper roll spryness to see if you catch her because she can jump no problem as a bunny but you're totally watching this stone creature that is coming towards you and <laughs> i don't know if you're gonna see that so roll spryness to see if you can catch her okay <laughs> it's uh Seven. Wow. Okay, well, no, you do not catch her. She jumps up as if to say, Jasper, catch me. And just the ears are flopping in the air, and you do not see her at all. And she just directly oh, no. to the ground. But she thinks it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. That's exactly where I wanted to be, so I hide behind his leg. Okay, okay so you're, that's no problem. You can go behind his leg. Okay, and it's Jasper's turn. Uh, yeah, well, well, of course, Jasper has to be in panic because of everything that's happening. And then the Rustlebugs came and he's just standing there and he's like screaming to, to Eric, 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 we should do something. What should we do? Try something. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> wait, wait, I have the wand. I have the wand. Uh, and he's grabbing for his wand and oh, I, I can't think of anything. He's blinded. Oh, so, so maybe I can do something, something very, very, very smart. Oh, and he's having an idea, and then he tries to do a Holtzformer spell because oh, yeah. he thinks because yeah. of the 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 um, Alp being a, a creature that is the partly partly a wolf or a dog. You said you mentioned it. Yeah, it looks kind of dog-like. Okay, sort of. So I, I don't know. Maybe maybe because of the the knowledge that Jasper has, he thinks. Oh, maybe he can distract him. Because he's being blinded as well, mm -hmm. and maybe what what do dogs like? Dogs oh. like sticks, and so I want to try to transform <laughs> oh, my wand into the most tempting stick a dog could ever ask for. Okay, okay, okay. Rule rule for holds forma. What do you have to get to achieve that spell? Well, uh, I, it says at least five. I don't know if there's going to be any more difficulties. <laughs> I want this stick to be irresistible to dogs. <laughs> okay, yeah. 
Oh my god, are you actually gonna throw it and then you just lost it? Oh my god, okay. I'm so it's terrified. A very, it's a very, very easy roll to turn your wand into a stick, but the higher your roll, the more beautiful the stick will be. It is technically a stick already, okay, okay. right? Jasper, you can do this. Make your stick even more beautiful. Even though the Alp is currently blinded, but I mean... <laughs> but you can smell the, the beauty of the stick. <laughs> Well, it's at least a six. <laughs> and Sassy falls on the ground. She's like, oh, no. It's a six. What did you need? Five. So it is a okay. stick. So it turns into a stick. It looks a little bit more like a stick than it did before, but it looks pretty much just, like a wand. And you know, just, just one little, little leaf growing out. Yeah, one little leaf comes out the side of it. <laughs> and you see that it's not a very convincing stick, <laughs> but you still have a free action if you want to do something. Well, um, now I maybe I just wave it around <laughs> to get like the attention of, of the Alp. And the, the Alp is a little blinded, but you're moving around so frantically that it definitely looks at you and you are certainly its target now. And Cecily's like, oh no, I'm right behind this leg. Oh no, I just have one constitution. So it is the Alps' turn. He's going to run towards Jasper and he's going to use his ability, Hypnotizing Horror. On their turn, an Alp may roll a d10. If they roll an odd number, the character falls asleep. It is a magical sleep and the character can only awaken at strong intervention from another character. So basically it's going to take you your main action of your turn to wake Jasper back up if he falls asleep. So here we go, here we go. It is a one, so you did indeed fall asleep. (laughs) So Jasper is standing there and just accidentally caught this creature's eyes. And as he looked in the eyes, the eyes kind of glowed violet brighter and he goes oh no (laughs) and he's yeah he kind of just slumps to the ground he doesn't like hurt himself it's not dramatic but he just kind of slumps to the ground and he is laying on the ground asleep like right in front of sassley and she's like oh no (laughs) 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 so now sassley is completely unguarded again but the good news is that it is Bumper and the other Rasselbach turn, and Bumper this time is going to attack the Alp. Rasselbach have a special ability. They may attack twice at once, so that move is called Clever Bantler, like banter, but like Bantler. <laughs> okay. So that move is called Clever Bantler, and if the Rasselbach uses this ability, uh, it rolls a d10, and a 6 through 10 will allow it to physically attack another target twice. If it does one through five, it misses. So he's going to try to attack twice in one turn. It's an eight. He succeeds. So he can attack twice this turn. He's going to roll two Sprinus rolls, and the Alp is going to roll two Sprinus rolls to see if it dodges either one. You got that, Bumper? Bumper, he's like strong. He's really (laughs) killing it. So Bumper succeeded in both of his attacks because his spryness is so much better. And the Alp has to roll two constitution die right away. Bumper's like so mad. He's like, I'm going to protect my lady. You can tell he sees it. And he he hops right up to that Alp who's a little blinded. The Alp is not quite able to get out of the way. And he hits him once with both antlers right in the head. Definitely super impressed. She jumps the, <laughs> the Alp failed its first constitution die. Yes. Oh. And it failed its second constitution die. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Bumper just completely destroyed that Alp. That Alp falls to the ground. It could not take it. And Bumper is still hopping on top of it up and down. Uh, and uh, Cecily yeah, runs yeah, right that, towards that. them. And she also jumps up and down on them. Yeah, yeah. And the other Rasselbach <laughs> also jumps over and joins. And they're all you're all just jumping up and down party. on top of the Alp. We're having a big party. Out cold. He's absolutely out cold. And you guys have won the battle. <laughs> I think Bumper should get a medal for that one. So the Alp is passed out on the ground, but so is Jasper. So while these three bunnies are jumping up and down, Jasper is snoring very peacefully on the ground. And Eric, you're standing just behind him. Yeah, you, you know, I'm, I'm kind of kind. I'm going 
right next to to Jasper, like picking up the book, opening it, and like smacking it close right next to his face. <laughs> oh, what happened? Oh, am I dead? Sure, you are very dead. <laughs> and Sass is waving with an ear. Oh. Hi, hi, Sassley. So do I still have like the one with the little leaf growing out of it? <laughs> Until you say that spell is gone, you have a wand with a little leaf. <laughs> Ooh, this is going to be fancy. <laughs> okay, so I, as Jasper like like sees, oh, we won the fight. He just took out a pencil and trying to uh, make notes about the Alp. He you see he's being beaten down by little bunnies. Sure. Would you would you like to investigate the Alp? Oh, if I can, I I really want to. Yeah, you absolutely can. But I'm 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 keeping I'm keeping safe distance. <laughs> the the Rasselbach and Sassley aren't. Do Do you need us to go down or Sassley to to stop jumping? No, on just that continue, continue. Um, I have <laughs> I have a, a good time. <laughs> I have a total of eleven. Mostly, you can see, you know, this is a this is a dog sized beast, you know, and it it has stony seeming skin but it's not made of stone and mm -hmm. it has a, a cruel and and long face but what you see is there is a collar around its neck and there seems to be something attached to the collar just under the chin kind of like a dog collar eric eric hmm? yes um what's up you know I, i'm making some notes and i just sketched sketched the, the alp down um do you see that that thing around his neck do you see that um you mean like the, uh, yeah, ki kind of like a tack? Yeah. And Sassley stops jumping and she also just slowly walks towards that little necklace. Can you, can you get that, Sassley? Sassley? She, um. looks, she looks at him and she gives him the face and, and Jasper knows she would say right now, I got it. <laughs> oh, Eric, <laughs> she got it. Um, so <clears throat> can I just take it? Can I just take it with my teeth? Yeah, you can. I mean, it's a leather band that is like fastened to him, mm -hmm. but you can maybe try to gnaw it off with your bunny teeth. Mm -hmm, so I'm like, <laughs> okay. And I great. have it in my mouth and I uh, jump towards the guys. I put it in front of Jasper's feet. Okay. Oh. And now you have to pet her head, though. She wants to thank you. <laughs> okay. Oh, thank you, thank you. Maybe, maybe, maybe we have to throw you in the air again. But anyway. <laughs> and she smiles. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Trying to investigate this necklace as well on this amulet. Okay, sure. So it is a leather band, and hanging right from the center of it, just like a tag, is a metallic blue circular pendant. Mm -hmm. The medallion is cold to your touch, but it's small enough to fit in a pocket, and it mm -hmm. has a symbol on it. A long ways rectangle floats above an inverted triangle, which floats above a small circle. Just by making his notes and trying to to copy as much information into the book as possible, because there are some pages free, and then he just uh, puts it into one of his pockets. Great. Okay, so you have you have placed that into your pockets. Does it somehow ring a bell in some kind of way? Try to roll world lore to see if you recognize that. Uh, that's wait, that's that's bookishness, right? Yeah, that's a bookishness roll. <laughs> Come on, give us the minus one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's seven minus one is six. I have no idea. Very good. <laughs> okay, no, that's not going to You do <laughs> not know anything. anything about that symbol. <laughs> no ringing. <laughs> you hear people coming from the side of the maze right now. It sounds like maybe even a group of people. So you can decide between yourselves right now what you want to do with this thing that you found with this information you can keep it to yourselves you can maybe tell somebody is peggy chef in there as well uh yeah you can you can tell from the voices that it's it's peggy so it's the teacher of your class okay so uh, so sassy runs right towards her because she really wants to be a pixie elf again <laughs> um okay while while she's ranked forward i'm leading a little <laughs> bit to jasper and I, yeah. um you, you know, the, the tag that you just put in your pocket, I think we should keep that for ourselves uh, until we can get it to uh, Mildred. Oh, you think this is going to be a secret for the three of us? 
Cecily did not hear that, that it's a secret, but I think you guys can trust her <laughs> <laughs> because she's already off to, uh, to, to Peggy Sheffin. So Jesper really quickly shuts close his uh, book. Yeah, okay. and then holds it straight to his chest. <laughs> In a totally innocent, not guilty looking way. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and Jasper is trying to look as, as innocent as possible. <laughs> the only really calming thing about this book is everyone that takes a look at it as a mage is going to just shake his head and ignore it. Like, there <laughs> can't true. be anything useful in there it's just, sometimes it's just even hard to look at jasper i just, I just can't even look at him <laughs> <laughs> professor peggy you see that she was shouting at a group of people behind her to stay where they are but they don't seem to be listening but she's running ahead of them to come and check on you guys and she says oh my gosh thank goodness you're okay is everyone all right is everyone okay yes Cecily hops up and down <laughs> and she looks down and she says Oh, Sassley, yes. Um, one moment. She's a very powerful creature master mage, so she doesn't have to work very hard to turn you back into a pixie elf. And you feel yourself growing. Your ears are, are not getting that much smaller, but they're turning back into elf ears. And uh, your fur is going away, and you're, you're growing to your usual height. <laughs> well... That was an experience. Oh, Sassley, <laughs> there you are again. Oh, did you see what we did there? It was amazing. Guys, you did good. Well, Jasper, what exactly did you do? Oh, you know, I just, um, I, I, I. He distracted know, I, I, the elf. Yes, I distracted the elf. Yes, that's what I did. It felt like you took a nap. Mm, yeah, for, for distraction purpose only. That's absolutely the reason he fell asleep. <laughs> so Peggy looks behind you and she says, oh, you defeated the elf. Incredible work. Nicely done. Nicely done, Bumper. And Bumper hops up and he's, he looks very proud. And then he looks at Sassley and his eyes get <gasps> huge and he is heartbroken. Oh, he is absolutely no. destroyed. Oh, no. Because he was... You know, he saw Peggy, that's his, you know, that's his master, and he he was kind of distracted by her walking in. But now that he's hopped up to say hello to her, the bunny that was just standing there is now a pixie elf. Oh my gosh, it's such a like sword in the stone moment. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yes, like the squirrel. So sad. Where Arthur she turns just, back oh into a squirrel. Can, oh, can, gosh. Like, oh my gosh. Can Cecily <laughs> just go to him and just like carefully try to gain his trust and pet him and try to you know build a connection because she still mm -hmm. loves him just not like that you know just not like roll that. <laughs> creature trust but uh, you don't have any of your bonuses anymore i love that okay <laughs> oh, no i have a six. Oh, oh that breaks my heart bumper <laughs> looks at you and he's just he just he can't he's not ready yet he he's not ready to move there and he very kind of sadly just just hops out of reach of you and over to peggy He's he's covering his eyes with his ears. Oh no. And the oh, other Rasselbach so who is standing there has scurried back into the maze. Don't don't worry, Bumper. Don't worry. We're gonna be friends, okay? We're gonna be friends. You are heartless. <laughs> what, did you, did you, hold on, hold on. Did you want me to, to stay a bunny? Okay, so Peggy says, I'm so glad that you're all right. Uh the other Alps. They they made it into the castle, but us and some of the other professors were able to to stop them. And uh, one actually did attack another professor. And for that reason, classes will be canceled for the rest of the day. Okay, we want you guys to stay in the castle until we can figure out what is going on. Please uh, head back into the castle. But as she says that, a group of students arrive behind her, and it's the rest of the first year class. You know, they were all ushered out of the maze after the Alps. Uh, attacked. They heard the call uh, that of the Alp attacking, and now they've been kind of trailing the professor who tried to get them to stay where they were, but they wanted to see what the commotion was on this side of the maze. Okay, everybody. Okay, everybody. I have to go check on some things in the castle, but please, everybody follow me back in. And she walks towards the castle, but as she does, you recognize three students who stay in place and there's a little group of other students that are kind of looking at you guys and the Alp behind you curiously. And they are staring at you. 
And Brock says, Oh, it's Brock. There they are. <laughs> we all ran towards the castle when we heard the shouting, and Lucian saw it himself. The Alps were heading right for the shieldless common room. And another student says, Yeah, yeah, I saw it too. Yeah, me too. And everybody's kind of murmuring in agreement. Apparently, they all saw that an Alp was running right towards where you live. He says, Now I know you're involved somehow, and I'll stop you if it's the last thing I do. It's the Wolf Shield way. And Lucia and Mallory go, Wolf Shield, Wolf Shield, girl. And he says, It may be difficult, but a wolf is always ready to accept eternal sleep, to put evil to rest. And a girl close to him goes, Ah. And Sassley looks over and she, she yells, Hey, Brock, huh. where's your Rasselbach? My Rasselbach is in the. He ran away, and we don't know why that happened. But look, just because you got the first Rasselbach this time doesn't mean you're going to be the Crystal Bearers this semester. We are going to be the Crystal Bearers. That is true. But we got the first two Rasselbachs. Yeah, for the record, yeah. two, 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 to be honest. Two, two. It's quite a good way for no, the Crystal Bearers. Guys, guys, I think they got it. Catching bunnies doesn't have anything to do with being good at magic. You just wait till next class. You just wait. You just wait. You just wait. And then he kind of like shuffles away from you guys and his and his lackeys follow and they're going, Wolf shield, wolf shield, girl. Wolf shield, wolf shield, girl. Wolf shield, wolf shield, girl. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Yeah, you better run. You're afraid of my spells, huh? And Sassley turns around and she, she looked at the guys and she says, Guys, this time I think we got it. Yes. I think so as well. <laughs> So you guys are following the rest of the class and you're going into the castle and Peggy is kind of going, everyone in, everyone in, everyone in, good. And you are the last three to enter. Like, like on, on our way to enter, I'm just like looking at her. Um, ex excuse me. Um, I know it's maybe not the perfect time, but what about the potential ingredient? Yeah, we need it. We, we need one. The material? Mm -hmm. You guys want your material now? I really have a lot to deal with. What, what, what did you want? What did you want? We would like to have Evertree Sap. Evertree Sap. Okay, yeah, that's actually... I might have, and she reaches into her pocket, I might have a vial. Yes, um, this is a pretty common material. So actually, I have this with me. Which one of you would like to take hold of this for the time being? Maybe, maybe, maybe I take it. Okay. And she hands it to Jasper. She hands you, it's a vial, it's already inside, and you can see it is, it is a light red, just sap, you know, it looks like tree sap. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but it, it kind of sparkles. It has a certain luminosity to it. Luminousness? Luminosity? <laughs> Luminousness. <laughs> Thanks, Pack. She says, okay, okay, I'm with you. Stay inside. And she leaves out the front doors to go collect the other Alp and deal with the one that you guys left behind. And she shuts the front doors. So you guys are inside the main atrium of the castle. All the other students are filing into the, into the grand hall where the shield naming ceremony was because they do not have common rooms in the main castle. Their common rooms are outside the castle. Mm -hmm. So they're all heading that way. Well, that came in handy for once, huh, guys? <laughs> <laughs> We're like, night, y'all. We go into our, our room. See you tomorrow. <laughs> so, so let's say we're going to Mildred first to talk with her about the collar. Yeah, maybe we have to check on her because, because Peggy said that one teacher got hurt. I hope it's not Mildred. Oh, no, that mm. would be bad. So you guys head towards your common room. Mildred is actually standing there waiting for you outside the door to your common room. She lives very close by. She moved down to so that she could be closer. She has rooms between where you live and the kitchens, which are around the corner from your quarters. And she says, hey, peanuts, everyone OK? Everybody is everybody safe here? Yes, you wouldn't believe what a what a great fight we did. That was that was amazing. We killed an elf. No, not kill. We wanted to kill it. Bumper knocked him out. We knocked it out. Ah, you had Rasselbach reinforcements. Very lucky indeed. Very lucky indeed. Okay, come, come, children, come on. Uh, I think for now, the best thing is for you to stay in your common room until we can deal with this situation appropriately. Sounds like an idea. Hold on, hold on. Hey, Mildo. <laughs> Mildo. Yes, Sassley. Come closer. 
I don't want anyone to hear. I don't know if you agree, guys, but I think we should keep the secret just between the four of us. So. Yes, sassily. All right. We, when we knocked out the Alp, we found something. Jesper, do you want to show it? Oh, yeah. Here? In front of everybody? No, we just go all in the room. Okay. So we, we just go in the room very close. Try to be as normal as possible. You too, Mildo. Try to be, to say something like, oh, your peanuts go in the room. I am extremely normal. And she takes a sip from her coffee mug. <laughs> you could not possibly be more normal than me. Look, everyone into the room. Everyone into the room. All right. All right, Mildred. If you say so, we go into this room. All right. Yes. Let's go to the room to do normal stuff. Yeah, maybe sleeping. <laughs> I think they all bought it. You guys are the worst spies <laughs> I could have possibly asked for. This is terrible. They're all walking with like one, like with the same arm and same foot. Like we try to walk normal. Okay, so you all enter the room and you walk in a little ways towards the fireplace. So you can sit on the couches and the chairs there. And, and Mildred sits in a chair there. Sassy locks the door and she, she runs super excited towards the fireplace to join you guys. Okay, and she says, "What? What is it? What do you guys need to share with me?" Just show her, show her. Yeah, yeah, I do, I do. I, I'm, I'm about to do. Wait for it, Meldo. It's, it's huge. Actually, it's, it's stuck. No, here it is. Oh, and then Jasper is holding up a, a necklace with, with the symbol you can see. Here, Mildred, we found this one around the neck of the Alp. She says, uh, "Can I, can I see this? Can I take this from you?" Well, yeah. So she takes it and she says, "Incredible." I I have to admit, I do not know this symbol, but I know what this is. This kind of metal is a touchstone. And touchstones are used to take in a magical signature, a specific magical energy. And they open a, a lock or a door or an item with a similar magical energy that they they correspond with. Somebody in here has an item with a corresponding magical energy. I don't know what they intended by trying to get this into the castle, but this is further proof that someone inside the castle certainly has an agenda. Now, I think this is getting a little dangerous, so I'm gonna hold on to this touchstone for the time being. And she puts it away, and you guys don't have it anymore. Hmm. Um. Uh, one one question, uh, because yes. some of the other students just mentioned that the other Alps were kind of headed towards, and he looks around, this room here? I'm not exactly sure what to say about this. The Alps ran directly into the main chamber of the castle, and it seemed as if they were heading directly for the servants' quarters. I'm not sure why, but... I'm pretty certain now that you've come to me with this information, that you've given me this touchstone, I'm fairly certain you do not have anything to do with this. So I'm going to hold on to this for now, and I'm going to look into it, okay? You three just concentrate on staying safe. Where, where are you going to hide it? In a much more secure location than you ever could. I am a very experienced magician with many years of experience under my belt, so to say, under my girdle. So for now, I'm going to ask you to trust me with this. We just don't want you to get hurt. It's been a long time since I've been hurt, physically anyway. And she gets a sad look in her eyes. Oh. <laughs> okay, you peanuts, you stay in here and you stay safe for now. I'm going to put this in a secure location. Any, any, any last questions for me before I go? I have one. I have a question. Yes. So shall we have something like a code word? Like a code word when we talk about the, you know, the necklace? Is there any kind of, you know, just if we want to know something or talk about it and it happens to be in public, I just don't want anyone else to know about that. Let's use this. Let's call it the MacGuffin. The MacGuffin. Cannot... Um, <laughs> but I have to write that down. That Nadine herself will not remember that. Sure. MacGuffin sounds amazing. <laughs> All right. Deal. MacGuffin. MacGuffin. Okay. Mac <laughs> so I'll take care of this magical MacGuffin. And in the meantime, you guys just rest up, take care of yourselves, and we will try to resume classes tomorrow. And she takes one last look at you guys, you know, kind of looks you over, sees that you're fine, and 
exits the room, and you three are alone once more. Okay, guys. So, what do you think? I mean, I mean, Mildred said that the one of the elves maybe got in here in a way. Why don't we just try to investigate the rooms? Everyone <gasps> spread out, and we try oh. to look for things that the elves wanted to get from here. What do you think, Eric? Are you in? I'm in, but I. I'm wondering in the moment if the Alps were after something or someone. <gasps> you know, right at that moment, you hear a a knock, knock, knock on your door. <gasps> Someone knocked at the door. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Eric walks towards the door. Say no one's here. And you hear a girl's voice on the other side. Uh, and a small voice say, um, hi, I, um... Is this the shieldless common room? I find it suspicious. I find it suspicious. What if it would be? I, um, my name is uh, Leela Kleiner, and I, I just wanted to come talk to you. Can I, it's kind of awkward to shout it through the door. Can I, can I come in and talk to you guys? Eric would open up the door as he's standing right next to it. <laughs> okay. Sassy goes next to Eric, and she's like, don't worry, buddy. I got your back. That's very calming. You open the door and you see a, a small girl. Um, you recognize her. She was definitely in your first year class with you. She is wearing a little charm around her neck. She is wearing, uh, obviously, her school uniform. So you can see that she's in bear shield. And she says, um, huh, hi, sorry to uh, intrude. I hope you guys are OK. It's just that, um, well, I saw the way the other kids were treating you. Uh, back there, the wolf shield, and and I don't think that's fair. So you know, I just wanted to say hi, and and you know, if you guys need a friend or someone to talk to, you know, in in any way, it seems it seems like people are being a, a little harsh on you, and I think a lot of this stuff probably isn't your fault. Okay, thank you, thank you, thanks, thanks for stopping by. That's very kind of you. Thank you. Means a lot. And just by coming closer as well, and just. Okay, yes, great. Do we know her? <laughs> Jean-Lila Klein, she just said it. Oh, yeah. But what is she up to? What are you up to? <laughs> <laughs> well, wow. I have to be honest. I was coming to see you guys, and I, I heard that you were trying to figure out what something is, and I thought that... Well, honestly, I don't know if you guys have thought about looking at this. It might seem obvious to you, but uh, there's a pretty expansive library in Neudrachenberg. Although if it's something really crazy, you'd probably have to look in the restricted area of the library. And it's really hard to get into. Like first years aren't really allowed in it for any reason. Um, hopefully you won't have to use the restricted. I hope you're not. You're probably not looking into like dark magic. <laughs> Pretty crazy. <laughs> it's actually kind of a funny story. Like the restricted section, there was this professor who was obsessed with game shows, and he put this jinx on anybody who would try to enter the restricted section without a permit. So we call it the Jeopardy Jinx. And um, yeah, I think you guys could, I mean, probably find whatever you need in the library and hopefully you won't have to go through all of that. So maybe that's helpful. I just want to extend a helping hand because it seems like you're having kind of a hard time. That is so kind of you and it doesn't sound suspicious at all. <laughs> oh, I like it. Thank you so much. You know, I've never had any friends in school, so that is such a relief. Thank you so much. Thank you so, so much. And, and Sassley softly pushes her out towards the door and she's like thank you so much that was wonderful oh, and i okay think yeah nice to very, meet you very you guys actually friendship. didn't say your name Goodbye. can i just ask and you what your names are real quick quick. Goodbye. and she closes the door Cecily, please right <laughs> the door. she already shut the door so the door is just slammed on the on that poor little girl <laughs> well that worked well you two are unbelievable and takes a walk outside of the door but guys Focus, focus now. If we go to the library, maybe we find any information. <gasps> maybe there are even more books of my author. I already have one. Oh, there can be so much information about the symbol that we found. I'm no more listening to him. I'm outside. <laughs> <laughs> Eric! Eric! Yeah, so you tried to catch Leela. Sure, she's just a little bit down the hallway, heading back towards the main hall. Leela, hey! Oh, oh, hi. Hi, hello. Um, 
you know, sorry about those two. They are, I just wanted to um, introduce myself. Stretch his hand out towards her. Um, I'm Eric. Nice to meet you. And Cecily looks around the corner and she looks to, to, to Jasper and she's like, I think he has a crush on her. Are they kissing? <laughs> just watch this. Eric is like slowly turning his hat back. And Leela can absolutely see them. And she goes, <laughs> um, that's fine. I, I know that it's a little strange people coming at you from all directions. And you guys are an interesting group. I mean, I, I don't, I never even saw a pixie elf before. So it's really interesting. And I'm sorry that it seems like maybe I was eavesdropping. I just have really, really good hearing. I can't help it. But I just, I just maybe thought I could help maybe. How big are her ears? We were like all alone. And then she's, she comes in. I think she's spying on us. Um, she appears to have normal sized ears for the record. <laughs> normal, <laughs> normal human. Don't feel offended. Don't feel offended. She can still be pretty. It's just, <laughs> we're just <laughs> questioning her hearing. <laughs> if, if I ever need a little bit more help around Bear Shield, right? Yeah, yeah. Me and my friends in Bear Shield, you know, we'll try to have your backs because, you know, even though you guys are shieldless, Nobody should be friendless. All of a sudden, she has friends. She's new. <laughs> and now she has a lot of friends. Interesting. You I, guys I, make I, a good couple. We support that. I, <laughs> that I makes love... Leela blush like crazy. And she says, uh, okay, <laughs> well, bye. And then she kind of scurries off. And Eric's just standing like, bye. Just a little wave and turns around to Cecily. With a look like, what the heck? And she's like, I think it went well. I think she likes you. And Jasper is getting really close to Eric. Eric, just don't let her down the way that Cecily let down Bumper. Exactly. Hey, hold on, hold on. It's complicated. No, that was that was heartless what you did. Well, I think we should go to the library now. After the library, let's do something magical. After the library, alright. You guys are off to the library. The library is up the stairs to the right and down the hallway, and it's not too hard to find. It's a it's a pretty big library. There are signs to it because they want the students to be able to find the library. So uh, you walk in. There's vaulted stone ceilings and wide high windows, and they create bars of light that pierce the room. Rows and rows of tall books that have that booky smell fill the room as well. Right in the middle of the room is a Greco-Roman-looking marble statue. It's a slightly balding man with robes hanging on him. And as you enter and start to walk into the library, the statue begins to glide through the stone of the floor soundlessly, as if being propelled silently through water. And he ends up right in front of you. And he says, hello, uh, I am Goethe head librarian of the Neu-Jachenberg Library. <laughs> I am a magically enchanted stone, and it is my purpose to help you find what you might need. So, can I help you find a subject or section? Something about memory influencing? Memory influencing? Mm, that sounds like a dark kind of magic. Oh, wonderful. Uh, you might have to find that in the restricted section, unless you're talking about kind of more simple influence spells, which you can find in our general library section. Um, where Where is the restricted section? Just to make sure that we do not go there accidentally. The restricted section is in the back and to the right. You can't miss it. There's a heavily wrought iron black door with a restricted sign hanging above it. Oh, and my brother, Ender, is the restricted section librarian. So if you're heading there, you'll have to have a permit, of course. I'll be very sneaky. <laughs> or very persuasive. <laughs> oh, that was naughty. Goethe, you old dog. But really, you you should not go there without a permit. Is there anything else I can do for you? Is there any kind of book about different signs of the magical word? Sure. Like um the symbols that we use for writing, writing spells, ancient elven language. What kind of thing were you looking for? Mm, I think, actually, any of that regard. Where is the area for that? Well, it really depends. If you want ancient languages, you can go into our history and records section. Or if you want dark, evil magic runes, you'll have to head to the restricted section. For the restricted Got magic, it, the yes. One with, um, 
experiment that we don't have. I get it. So we will, of course, not go there, but that was very helpful. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Any way that I can be of help. Yes, goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) And he glides away to help another student in the library. Guys, what about about we just get closer to the restricted area and just have a look over there? And then we can try to influence the other guy and sneak in. That's my plan. Oh, well. And says he walks towards the restricted area. Okay. So you walk back past many, many rows of books until you reach a slightly wider aisle. And you see there a heavy iron door with the word restricted hanging above it on a sign. There is another Greco-Roman marble statue appearing in robes. But this one has a neat beard and it's wearing glasses. And it's positioned just to the side of the door. So it doesn't seem to be... You don't seem to be close enough to have like engaged it yet. You know, it has the enchantment hasn't been awoken yet, so it's not actively seeing you at the moment. Well, you know what? I I think maybe it's possible for me to kind of let's say imitate Goethe's voice. Oh, so, that is a smart move. That is a smart move. So maybe we get close close enough to him so that he wakes up and then I try to talk to him. Okay, that's a plan. Okay, but he must not see us, because then he would see that I'm talking. Oh, good point, good so point. I would say one of those of us who can distract the best actually is, uh, looks down to Cecily. All right, all right. <laughs> I, I mean, you got this. I, I got, you're right. I got it. <laughs> I got it. I got it. So I'm going to distract. Let's see what I can do. You go, you go there, talk to him. And then you, you ask for permission. And then if you ask for the permission, then I'm going to, you know, pretend being like Goethe and say that it's all right that you can go in. So Cecily's going to go in alone? No. And then Cecily's saying, well, she's not alone. And so we all get in. Let the first graders try to trick all the magical protection measurements of the restricted okay. area. What can go wrong? Okay. Cecily takes a deep breath. Mm-hmm. All right. And she walks towards Ender mm-hmm. and she looks at him and she says, <clears throat> excuse me, sir. Hey, sir. Hmm? Yes. Hello. Excuse me. Hello. Um, can, can you come down here? Yeah, and he leans over towards you and he says, hello, I am Ender, the restricted area librarian. Do you have a restricted area permit? I do have that permit. It's hold on. Hold and, on. and 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 uh, right when she's that's like, the point, that's the, that's the point. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Do I'm I have at her. a permit? I asked myself, pretty. So why she's intense. she's trying to find both permission? I, uh, Jasper is right uh, putting, uh, getting out his wand with the little leaf on top of it, and <laughs> Those uh, are so small in my like uniform. I guess he has to to rave it and point to his own throat, maybe the wand. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. and so he's going for sudden nachlang. And he rolls, oh, oh. <clears throat> and she rolls a 10. What did you need to cast it? Oh, I need a 10. I didn't remember what I need. <sighs> yeah, so you do effectively cast Sudden Knocklong, and you can use five words in Goethe's voice. What five words do you say? Uh, <laughs> it's okay. They can go. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Goethe. Thank you. That's really nice. See, he saw my and permit. Endo like <laughs> looks up and he looks around. He doesn't see his brother anywhere, and he's like, "What? What? What? What is? What is happening? They can go. They can go where? Where can they go? I don't. What? What is happening? I am so confused. What is happening right now? Yeah, actually, me too. Um, what Goethe wanted to say is that pixie elf over there has a permit. And she can pass and go into the restricted area of the library. But, you know, he's very short with words. He's very... Oh, excellent, excellent. Yes, so just show me the permit and you may continue. (laughs) And Jasper is pulling out his book. Maybe is there there a sketch of how a permission in the magical world would look like (laughs) in the book? (laughs) <laughs> I found the section M for magical permissions. Jasper, roll a uh, research, which is a bookishness roll. 
<laughs> roll, roll research to see if there's a picture of the permit in your fake magic book. It's a six. Wow, yeah, you I'm find sweating. A, I'm sweating. You, you find a picture in your book, oh, and no. it says restricted area permit. It is not the real permit. You are convinced it looks identical to an actual <laughs> permit and that it will absolutely work if you show it to him. You are convinced it's true. Okay, so so I just tear it out of the book. <laughs> I just, you know, you know, how do you say, squeeze it together, like make a ball out of it. Yeah. Hold on, I really can't find it. I'm, and I'm he's okay. a stone. He's just what he's just looking at. He's not blinking. He's not breathing. He's just staring at you. And then I just <laughs> throw it at Cecily. Oh, there it is. I knew I had it somewhere. Oh, and she she catches it. There we go. This is a does not look very convincing. <laughs> he takes it from you, looks at it for literally less than a second, and says, "This is not a restricted area permit." Right. That is the wrong one. It seems pretty clear to me that you do not have a restricted area permit. I have to say, not many students care to try to barter with me to get into the restricted section because it's really audacious and kind of dumb. Gulp. But I have to tell you something. I can see you just come over and he's gesturing towards Jasper and Erica. He can clearly see Evan standing in the back. Just come, come here, come here. All right, we're getting closer. Cecily, what are you doing here? Oh, what a surprise. Jasper, cut it. Okay. <laughs> he says, look, I'll make you a deal. You're doing something you're not supposed to do. So if you help me do something I'm not supposed to do, I'll make a deal with you. Now, I'm not allowed to enter the library myself, the restricted section. I merely guard the door and check that students are allowed. To be in the restricted section requires a great deal of trust. If you could grab me a specific book while you're inside, I would let you pass. The book is Secrets of Living Stone, and it will allow me some more freedom of movement as a magically enchanted piece of stone, because I'm stuck here. My life here is a never-ending story of monotony. Day after day, with little more freedom, I could enjoy the space I have, maybe even read some of the books that I myself am charged to guard. For now, I am bound to this rigid section. That, that, this is the moment we have to think about. That's just the player talking in the moment. I'm not going to say that I love Eric for the time being. Yeah. We have to think about if we want to have an even more intelligent walking stone, so to say, inside the castle, yes or no? I mean, I think that it could be very helpful to gain trust to, you know, this stone, maybe for the future. I don't know. Maybe he's going to be thankful for us. You mean in it? case we have to walk inside of the restricted area more than once? I mean, we don't know. We don't know what the book helps him to do. You know, if he is like in charge or close to the person, like, for example, that uh, let the Alps in. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to. I'm very confused about that because he's supposed to guard and like protect this area from yeah. intruders. And now he wants to kind of go inside himself. So he's up to no good though. I think he's lonely and he wants to do more with his life. I think it's going to be a nice, nice, nice thing that we could do for him. I, ha I have to think it another way. I may be forgettable, but I won't be forgotten. This steady won't forget me if I help him. Exactly. And he says, don't. Point for me. I'll help him. <laughs> Let's fight for me. <laughs> okay. 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 I I'm in as well. I don't trust that situation, but I'm in as well. You know, we're a group. And you know what? That causes a lot of trouble. So this is, I have to pay that back every now and then. So here we go. Okay. So he's looking at you and waiting for a response. Not blinking, not breathing. And Cecily's also not blinking and breathing. She's like, we're in. He says, okay, I'll let you pass, but a word of warning. Since you don't have the permit to enter, the Jeopardy Jinx will still be active for you. It will test your knowledge to ensure you're worthy to enter the restricted section. My brother Goethe checks every section of the library every 30 minutes or so, so uh, your time is limited. So, that's it. Good luck. And he moves out of the way of the door. Why didn't we try that? Like, right away. <laughs> so you walk through the door into a pitch black room. You can't see anything. And suddenly, you hear applause. And a voiceover announcer says, 
Welcome to Jeopardy Jigs! Remember, credits are magical, so thanks for listening on, fellow wizard. Michael Moore is our magician master, Nadine Kuhn is sassly Mary Nature Spring, Lucas Fisher is Jasper Casper, and Sebastian Kinder is Eric Miller. Our podcast art is by Pascal Genie. Theme song by Aaron Richard, with additional music by Ethan Anderson. Hey folks, thanks for getting into these post-show moments with us. As a thank you, we're going to start adding a little something extra at the end of each episode. That might be outtakes, information about our world, anything. But Michael, how can I tell you what I'd like to hear at the end of an episode? Well, that's simple. Just head over to our Patreon page, and you can let us know in a patron-exclusive poll. Our Patreon is squeaky clean and new this week, and there's already some magical goodies to unlock. Get shoutouts from the cast, participate in polls, see exclusive posts. At higher tiers, even get access to our regularly updated JK We Are Rolling playlist with the original music created for this show. The possibilities are endless. You don't even have to spend any money to see new exclusive art featuring the Shields of Neudrachenberg by our cover artist, Pascal Genet. It's for free right now on our public Patreon page. Once we hit 25 patrons, we'll even start doing a second patron-exclusive podcast featuring our cast. So what are you waiting for? Head on over and check it out at patreon.com slash jkwerolling. That's patreon.com slash jkwerolling. One thing that folks get on Patreon, or for giving us a review in five stars, is a shout-out here on the show. Uh, Sassily, would you like to help? All right, let's do this. All right, so first of all, a big thank you to Swalon. We really appreciate it. Who's that? That's Sassily, that's one of the people who gave us a, who gets a shout-out. They gave us a review. Oh, oh, you're great. And thank you so much to LoloDG92. You're amazing. Hey, thanks to Flipout87. Flipout! Podcast love, we love you. Mrs. Mickey Mouse, 899025. Thanks, you look great. And a big, big hug to Philly 2008. And I think for the Dread Pirate Sean, I think Sassley has something prepared. Sassley? A pirate. A pirate, yo ho ho. A pirate, yo ho ho. Yo ho. Yeah, that's. Ho, ho. Thank you, that's great. Can, that's perfect. Hey, when you're a real pirate, can you make people fly? All right, Sassley, thanks so much for helping out. So, this week our trio got their hands on a new material, Evertree Sap. The players each have an extensive handbook which details which materials can be used to make which items. Evertree Sap has a lot of uses, which is why they chose it. It can be used directly, for instance, to recover a constitution point. It can also be combined with Druid Fuzz to make an invisibility potion. I'm sure this will come in useful in our future adventures, but we couldn't help but laugh when Sassley refused to use it to sneak into the library this episode. Let the first graders try to trick all the magical protection measurements of the restricted okay. area. What can go wrong? Okay, Sassley takes a deep breath. It's definitely easier Sorry, than using no. your invisibility potion. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to keep that. I want to keep that. I'm afraid to lose <laughs> the two yeah, points. Sure.